So in today's environment, we have inflation. With respect to I-bonds, they've been a fixed income option and they grew out of favor due to low interest rates and low inflation. You'll see how that works in a second because these bonds pay interest that's tied to the rate of inflation in our country. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. In this episode, you'll learn about U.S. government I-bonds and how they can pay you over 7% interest in today's low interest rate world. So, so let's begin. In this episode, I'm going to address U.S. government-backed I-bonds. So I'm just going to call them I-bonds for the rest of this session. And how at this point in time, and likely for the next several years, given inflation trends, they offer you a much higher return than you can obtain from other highly rated fixed income options. These bonds, however, do have a number of purchase restrictions and requirements, and uh, you can find those specifically by going to treasurydirect.gov. I'll mention that in the show notes. And in this episode, what I'll try to do is highlight the key provisions and the restrictions for you. So in today's environment, we have inflation. With respect to I-bonds, they've been a fixed income option, and they grew out of favor due to low interest rates and low inflation. You'll see how that works in a second, because these bonds pay interest that's tied to the rate of inflation in our country. And today, most of us have an expectation that interest rates will be going up for some period of time. And as we know, inflation is roaring its ugly head. And uh, what we find is the consumer price index has been going up uh, in excess of 6% per year over year. So that's significant. And what these conditions do is they make the I-bond look very attractive. In fact, as of November 30th, 2021, and through April of 2022, these bonds are going to be paying 7.12% annual percentage yield. I'll say that again, 7.12% annual percentage yield. And realistically, that's not bad for a government-protected savings vehicle with effectively no risk to principal. Let's deep dig into this a little deeper so you understand what these are and what the restrictions are. And I-bond is a security that earns interest based with both, it has both a fixed rate and a rate that is set twice a year based on inflation. Right now, that fixed rate is zero, by the way. The bond earns interest until it re- for the next 30 years or until you cash it in, whichever comes first. From a financial strength standpoint, It's a government-backed savings bond, and many of you in the audience will remember buying paper series EE bonds for birthdays or special occasions as gifts. The I-bond is not only guaranteed, but it also pays a really great interest rate when inflation rises. And again, since these are issued by the federal government, they're exempt from state and local taxes. But remember, you will have to pay federal income tax on your gains from these bonds 
with certain limited exceptions. There are a couple of exceptions. I'm not going to go through them on the podcast, but they do exist. And you can find those exceptions, by the way, at the treasurydirect.gov website. Now, here are some key attributes of I-bonds, and I, I've taken these directly from the Treasury Direct website. You can purchase a combined $15,000 of electronically issued and paper I-bonds each year for a social security number. So there are restrictions as to how much you can buy each year, and they're tied to having a social security number. When you purchase them, you pay the face value of the bond. So if you're buying a $100 bond, you pay $100. They do sell paper bonds, and these bonds are sold in five denominations, 50, $100, 200, 500, and 1,000. If you buy an electronic I-bond, you can buy them in, for $50.27 however you want to do it. So they're available in terms in, in electronic version as well as paper version. You can also buy these bonds as a gift for others so that some of you uh, with uh, grandchildren, nieces, nephews that you'd like to reward might not be a bad idea. This could be a good, a good thing for them. Again, I-bonds earn interest for 30 years unless you cash them in first. When you buy them, you can cash them in after holding them for one year. So there's a holding period that you, uh, that you have to take a look at. And then after five years, for the first five years of your ownership of these bonds, there is a penalty, an early withdrawal penalty or for, of three months interest. So if you take money out, you can't take anything out in the first year. And if you, any withdrawals that you take in the first five years, you lose three months interest on that withdrawal. So there's effectively a three-month withdrawal penalty. Now, with regard to how you report these for tax purposes, you have some options. You can report interest every year, but you won't be paid that. You won't have the cash to pay it, but you can report it every year if you so choose. Or secondly, you can put off reporting the interest until you file a federal income tax return for the year in which you cash in the bond, it matures, or it stops earning interest. Now, if you go to the Treasury Direct website, it goes through a few different options for you. you can help you uh, take a look at that and you can decide what best to do. What the Treasury Direct website does say is that most people defer reporting the interest. They put it off until they file a, fax a tax return for the year in which they cash in the bond. The bond cashes in. So they wait till they have the cash to pay the taxes. Kind of makes sense for me and uh, really, really important. Now, there are pros and cons for these bonds that you need to consider. Let me just highlight them for you. First off, I-bonds pay variable interest, and that interest is tied to a measure of inflation in, in our country called the CPIU, which is a rather broad inflation metric. Now, given today when inflation is high, and many people expect it to go a little bit higher, probably, probably not, but it's going to stay high for the next several years, the yield you're going to get on these is pretty good and uh, much, much higher than what we're seeing in terms of normal bank, bank certificates of deposit savings accounts, and even those offered from internet savings accounts. Another pro is that the, the principal is safe and guaranteed by the U.S. government. Thirdly, you, again, you can redeem these when, whenever you want after 12 months. So if you're going to put money into an I-bond, you need to have this would be funds that you're not going to touch for some period of time, your longer term savings. And again, redemption, they've got this set up. It's relatively quick. You can get immediate cash in your, uh, in your bank account in a couple of days if you redeem them electronically. So uh, there's, some, there's some nice positives there. Now, 
in terms of the cons or the negatives, the fixed interest rate you earn is 0%. So your return's going to match inflation, but it's not going to exceed it. While that's a con, today you can't find very many instruments that are going to pay you inflation. That's, that's probably a, a good characteristic. Again, interest rates on these bonds change every six months based on changes in the underlying inflation rate. Next, you can only redeem these bonds through the government. You can't sell them. There's, it's not a private, ex not like going on one of the major stock exchanges or another form of being able to sell these securities. You have to sell them to the government. And the returns you're going to get on these bonds solely come through the interest that you earn. There's no capital gains available. So uh, you're going to just get them based on uh, the interest rates that you receive. Again, to avoid that, uh, that three-month penalty for cashing in bonds early, you got to hold them for five years. So again, longer-term cash, inflation-adjusted return might not be a bad situation for you, but you got to hold it to avoid that three-month penalty. Again, on these bonds, interest accrue, but you don't receive that cash until you cash in the bond, the bond matures. So uh, you know, that's the way they work. So you're not going to get the cash until such time as the event takes place where you cash it in or it matures. Another con is you're limited to $15,000 per year per social security number. There are some restrictions on that. If you go to the website, it'll walk you through exactly how that's, uh, that's, how that's set up. Another con, as I've alluded to, is that your money's tied up for at least one year. Now, you can take it off after five years without any penalty, but you really can't take it out in the first year, and you've got that three-month interest rate penalty for the next five years. Now, interest is taxed federally, so make sure you're aware of your tax implications, how much you've gained, and uh, uh, again, there are some exemptions for the interest that you earn, and those are detailed on the Treasury Direct website. So you can see that, and, and you might find something that fits your situation. One last con, and I think it's important for some people, and that is you cannot buy I-bonds at a brokerage or through a savings account. You can only own them direct from the U.S. Treasury in paper or through an electronic Treasury Direct account. So uh, if you have somebody managing your assets for you, your financial planner, they're not going to be able to process this for you, and you're going to have to keep track of these purchases yourself. So for today's episode, what I wanted to do was highlight the availability of I-bonds for you. At this time, they offer a very attractive yield at 7.12% through April of 2022. And again, because they're issued by the U.S. government, the risks of any sort of non-payment are very low to non-existence. So if you're holding extra cash that you don't need for um, a period of time, a longer term element, and you want that's a fixed income part of your overall portfolio, you might be able to put a little, a little money into I-bonds, and that could be a great option. And it's especially true if you believe that inflation is going to remain elevated over the next few years. So that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit financialverse.com.